Hi guys, welcome to Hi. the gripe. This is Allison. This is Kai. You guys, we've made progress. <laughs> we have freaking made progress in the land of 45 indictments. This <laughs> <laughs> is a special place. That's some party noise for y'all. It's a little bit of um of cautious celebration. You guys, we're <laughs> celebrating. Like <laughs> I mean, Monday might have been one of the the happiest days of my life like in a while. Yeah. <laughs> because we we saw some progress. And who th- you know, I think that there's there've been so many um oh my god, this is going to do it. Oh my god, this is going to do it. You know, like incidences that were going to help take them down or whatever you want to say. Yeah. I frame, frame it, but there's progress with this whole Mueller thing. And so that's what people are excited about yeah. this week. So, for those of you that don't watch rock. the news. <laughs> Robert Mueller is the special counsel on this, you know, this discovery phase this of FBI probe of whether or not there was collusion, and he's been researching. He's been special counseling since May, and I don't know. I'm like Bob. Do I need to quit my job and come over there, come to DC and help you? Because I will help you. I will volunteer. You. I will volunteer. I, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, I have two fingers up in the air, <laughs> one hand on my hip, and I will volunteer. Aaron can do without me for a little bit. Just, a, the, just for a little for bit. For the sake of the country. Because for a while it's been like, Mueller, <laughs> Mueller. It's crickets and tumbleweed. Like and then all of a sudden, bam. Boom. One guilty plea to indictments. Two indictments and one guilty plea. So, what do we? Where do we want to start first? With like Manafort um, and Gates. Let's start there. Okay. So apparently, I was reading about because uh, they got him on money laundering. But I, I, how dramatic was it when you read like one of the um, the accusations, for lack of a better word, was conspiracy against the United States. I know. Like that's that the big deal, isn't that like treason and treason? punishable by death? Treason is punishable by death. Yeah, which, um, like, I'm not wishing that on anyone. Nobody. You know what I mean? But that's, it's just highlighting and underlining that this is a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So conspiracy against the United States and then money laundering and apparently, and working on behalf of foreign agents without registering. So I've been doing a lot of reading on this because, because it's A, fascinating. I'm, it's fascinating. Yeah. And B, I'm just like, I guess they told him a long time ago, like, be prepared for an indictment because they knew. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't even, like, really doing a very good job of, like, company of covering up. Like, because he had some shell companies in, uh, you know, like, the Caribbean, right. the islands. Um, and then... They, they found, like, passports. Three passports. With that had fake names or something like that. Like, different passport numbers. I don't know about names. Oh. But he had three different passports, I know for sure. I'm curious... Yeah, and did you see the list though of all the things that he bought? Yes, that's that what I was, wanted to talk about. That's friggin' crazy. Did you see? Because like I have the list. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> it. I wanted to talk about this. Um. So, and honest, I don't know when the timing, like when any of this happened. It said between like 2008 and 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's been like an eight-year period. Um, but the biggest one that's at the top of the list, um, $5.4 million to vendors for home repairs for his properties in the Hamptons. Okay. Yes. I mean, I mean like repairs, not, not new homes. What the so, heck is wrong with your house? <laughs> what kind right? of, do, what did you do? And then for a home in Florida, there was $1.3 million for home automation Lighting and an entertainment company. I was like, wait, what? So like you walk like into a theater your house or something? and you're like, it's like, turn the lights on. Right. $1.3 million. And exactly. Just clap that shit out. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing that since the 80s. <laughs> totally. You overpaying, buddy. Uh, he spent like $650,000 on landscaping, landscaping in the Hamptons. He sure did. And I'm like, hire me. Exactly. Like, I'll mow your lawn. I'll get out my little clippers. And then... Like, how much in antique rugs can you possibly buy? He bought almost a million dollars worth of antique rugs like in Virginia. Crazy. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Why do you want some old stinky rug anyways? But my thing is, like, were these actual purchases or were we just saying that? Uh, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? 
I don't know. Yeah. So anyways. So like you're wiring money from the seashells to buy you an old ass rug. <laughs> um, $520,000 uh, at a clothing store in the Beverly Hills. Guys, like I feel like I spend a lot of money on clothes. He does not look that good. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Um, a couple cars in there. $20,000 on housekeeping, which I think is a low number. Yeah, that seems kind of low. That seems low. If you're spending $6 million on home improvements... You, you can, can afford to buy a Yeah, give a them a raise. Exactly. You better give them a raise. He better do something. Anyways, well, he's about to get go to jail, so... Something's going to happen. He's going to keep that cell clean. <laughs> yeah, but that was nuts. That, that, that entire list of um, purchases that he made and what they were about... And I love that they just like listed it out. It's oh, like yeah. it was on CNN. It's like, oh my god, really? Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, I was pretty obsessed with that list. And okay, so apparently, you know, Manafort and Gates, those indictments happened, and then we got George Papadopoulos, mm-hmm. who we are now going to refer to him as Snuffleupagus <laughs> because he's about as smart as that damn puppet. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he pled. Okay, I've noticed this. I want to say pled guilty, but all of the newspapers are right, pleaded guilty. Oh. So he pleaded guilty. Yeah, let's sound professional and say pleaded. Okay, he pleaded <laughs> guilty, but I really want to say pled guilty <laughs> for lying to the FBI. Giving false information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's where we're starting to like dig in. Exactly. Because if you're lying, you're covering Why? something you're up. You're covering up. You know? And then, you know... 45, it's all like, I don't even know who that is. But didn't he say he had the best memory and he knew the, the best words? And there's like, you know, pictures of him. They're, they're at a meeting, like at a, uh, an official meeting. So you're the best, the, table. the best man yeah. with the best words and the best memory, but you can't remember this guy? It's very convenient for him to not remember, you know. So my favorite part about <laughs> Snuffleupagus is the way he talked to the Russians. Like, on Facebook chat. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the Facebook chat. He was chatting mm-hmm. on Facebook chat. He was updating his profile picture and his status <laughs> at the same time. He was conspiring against the United States of America on Via Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> like, had he listened to the gripe, he would have known not mm-hmm. to use Facebook. No, because they, they weren't going to take you seriously. <laughs> nope. Okay, so then he realized, you know what? Maybe I did something wrong. So he deleted his Facebook, and he got a new phone number. He got rid of his old phone, got a new number. But, like, guys, if you don't know this by now, if you don't watch Mr. Robot, like... (laughs) Everything is out there in perpetuity. Everything is out there forever forever and ever and ever, including this podcast. (laughs) So maybe we need to, like, rein in some of the things that we're talking about. But, like, I think that we're living in the Matrix. I didn't really understand that movie, I don't think Keanu Reeves did either, because <laughs> he like always looks confused. But I think that we're living in the Matrix, and everything that we can do is tracked. Oh yeah, and all the choices we make aren't choices. We're being pushed to make everything. All the choices that we have. So we are all robots. We are. <laughs> also, the new season of Mr. Robot came out, and I like that show. Season three. Yeah, season three yeah. on USA. I've only seen season one. Brought to you by. You know what? On the USA channel. (laughs) I bet season two is on Amazon Prime. Anyways, so guys, do not put anything online that you don't want anybody to know. Like if you're trying to have an affair, don't text. Right. If you're trying to conspire with foreign agents, don't do it on Facebook chat. If you sent nudes to anyone, just pretend (laughs) that everyone has seen them. Every (laughs) single person has seen your nudes. Get over it. Get on with it. It's I fine. just it's like the stupidity of these people. And I mean, even like Manafort and and Gates are were emailing. I just think that when you're that at that level You just you, don't think you're gonna get caught. Which is crazy to me. Because you're the ones that are gonna be under the microscope. You know what I mean? Um but I also think I was thinking about like if all this stuff is true and you know, he was trying to was he trying to get more rich? Like, when is enough enough? Well, so he got $12 million overseas, right? And he didn't pay any taxes on that. So let's say taxes on that is like 40%. That's still 
between seven and eight million dollars. That's a lot of money. It is, and that's for that. That, just that, that. you didn't even do anything mm-hmm. for. You know what I'm saying? You can't make your you can't make yourself happy with seven million dollars. Like, did he want to buy you know just, two million dollars <laughs> on on home automation and lighting? Like, did he want more of that? I just don't get like when is enough enough, wow. or it never is. I just think that like that just becomes like um, it becomes a game when you're that rich. Like, yeah. how much more can I get? How much more can I get away with? And that's when you think you're untouchable. Gross. Yeah. I was chatting with a friend yesterday, and he was like, I think that all these people in, you know, 45's inner circle and campaign managers, whatever, whatever, like, they didn't think he was going to win. And so they were just like, sure, Russia wants to give me some money to do this? Um, Yeah, I'll do it. It's, you know, he's not going to win. Good. Y'all get hot now. Ooh, you're hot red-handed. Okay, so here we are talking about, you know, the red states and how it's, it's gross, right? Well, let's bring some light to the whole Kathy Griffin YouTube video that came out, which I I think is so interesting. I hadn't heard of this, so you're probably going to have to explain a lot. So Kathy Griffin, um, you guys know she is a comedian, hilarious. Um, Her stamp was based basically on all her encounters with celebrities, and people, like, ate that up. So, you know, she made it big, and... Once Trump was elected, she did this poorly, you know, tasteless, um, it was like a shoot, right? A photo, yeah. With this artist where, I mean, it was basically a mask of Trump's face with ketchup on it, you know, but it looks like he was beheaded. Looked like he was. Yeah, it was was not in poor taste. It was in poor taste, rather. And um, she got a ton of flack for it. Um, They investigated her for two months. The FBI did. (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous yeah you know and like everyone fired her she's off cnn she was off e she was off bravo all that stuff so um she's coming out she did this youtube video and um harvey levinson from tmz called her and she plays this this message from him saying hey kathy it's it's harvey i want to talk to you so give me a call and she plays his phone number that he leaves on on the air which is really funny um, so it's probably changed by now, but, um, um, she was asking, why are you calling me? And she figures, oh, he wants to blackmail me. So whatever. So she's just trying to put all this out, um, on the carpet before it, things happen. Right. So her stance is that TMZ, the, um, what is it? A channel blog thing. Oh, it's like a gossip blog. Yeah. They are in bed with the Trump administration. And what happens, and this is my theory, is that when something bad, quote unquote, happens to the Trump administration, they call Harvey, the, the Trump administration calls Harvey Levinson and Levin. says, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Levinson. And, um, and like they cut a deal or something to have something in Hollywood exposed. So it keeps things balanced. Like, red states are gross, liberals but are this gross. this is what happened in this state. In Hollywood, yeah. exactly. So when the whole FBI thing came out, Kevin Spacey's um, drama came out as well. Yeah. You know, and that's another topic. Was that from TMZ? It wasn't from TMZ. I think the person who broke it was New York Times, I want to say. I could be wrong about that. Don't, don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, but it's just an example of how when something happens, there's this theory out there that, you know, TMZ, TMZ is in bed with Trump. Trump. That is quite the conspiracy theory. <laughs> and I kind of believe it, you know. <laughs> but speaking of this Kevin Spacey thing, yeah. what did you think about that? Um, oh, man. What a rough, rough day for him. Oh, because yeah. he got accused of sexual... Assault. Well... Well, but they didn't say what happened. So did he? They did say he jumped on that guy. He yeah. He laid like, on top. Of laid him. on top of him when he was fourteen. That that's just so gross. Yeah. But did any? Do we know if anything happened beyond like his advance? I d- don't know. Okay, I'm not sure. And so, um, and then Kevin Spacey acknowledges, but he says, "I don't remember." remember. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm also gay. Right. And so. 
a great, he's using a Trump method of distraction. Look at this instead. Yeah. To deflect from the fact that you're being accused of, you know, making advances on a 14-year-old. On a 14-year-old. So, man, he just got hit from all sides because everybody Which was he deserved, mad. you yeah. know? I mean, I think it's like people have known for years that... He's gay. That he's gay. Um, but what's interesting is, and this is a little side note, that I heard about this when I was working at the Bank of America. Bank of America. <laughs> and, um, like, a story came out, but then it, it, it was erased. And um, my girl Lucinda, she looked up, because I didn't believe her. She told me, she's the one that told me about this, and she had to pull up on Google images of, of Kevin Spacey canoodling with, like, a very handsome younger man. Um, but, like, he got scrubbed from... Like, he didn't want it out. He didn't want it out. And it's it was not easy to find this picture, but she found it eventually. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting that you... If you're that powerful, you can actually get that stuff. Yeah. You know, pulled Well, down. so then Netflix jumped on board and was mm-hmm. like, well, this is the last season of House of Cards, which... I don't know who even watches House of Cards anymore. It just—I feel like after season two, I was like, Whoa. "I need a bath." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're done. Um, but apparently, you guys—they had already planned to, to scrap that a long exactly. time ago. And I'm just—it like, wasn't in response to the Kevin Spacey. But they jumped on the bandwagon, yeah. and I'm just like, it must suck to be in Hollywood. I mean, everything coming out of Hollywood this, these days is icky, is gross. Yeah. And, like, My Little Charlotte is has such a flair for drama, <laughs> but I'm not letting her go to Hollywood. No, no ma'am. <laughs> I don't want to end up like Lilo. Yeah, that's not happening. So, don't you feel like 2017 is just, I don't know, I feel like every single day there's something crazy in the news. I mean, yesterday, like, eight people died in mm-hmm. New York City. Right. From that one guy. It's just like a telenovela. There's always something There's happening. There's always something happening. It's like information overload. It's like at the new world we live in, you know, where you have to siphon out what's important, what's unimportant. You know? I saw this meme of somebody <clears throat> just wearing a trash bag and said they were going to, to Halloween as 2017. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> I loved it so much. Oh, gosh. What else do we have? Um, do you have any more... More tidbits from the week? Oh, I have a mini gripe. What's your mini gripe? So the other night, I um, am out to dinner with Erin and Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And at the end of dinner, like, I think she was the owner or the manager of this pizzeria in Edmonds. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, oh my gosh, do you guys have any more kids? And I was quite taken aback because uh, she was so excited. Uh And I was like, no, we don't. And she was like... You don't have any more kids? How old are you? That was the next question that came she out of her She asked you. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, I'm 36. And then she's like, you have, you have, well, you have time. You have time to have more kids. You have to have more kids. Your daughter is so beautiful. I can't even stand it. Like, you have to bring more children into the world. Oh, my God. Are you going to have more kids? Oh, my God. This kept coming. I'm not exaggerating. And I was like, I'm not having any more kids. But I was also like... It's none of your business. No, it was so uncomfortable. And I was also like, chill out, you know? Right. And You're very invested in this for someone that I have, that I have no idea Never you are. met. Yeah, this is my first time at this place. <laughs> oh first God. time and last time at this mm-hmm. place, might I add. And she was like, I'm like, I'm not having any more kids. And I said it pretty like, you know, don't F with me. Like, end mm-hmm. of story. Right. And then she looks at Charlotte who's not even three, and says, don't you want to have a little brother or sister? Oh, my God, no. And that was the end for me. Like, that was... slapped her across the face and (laughs) ran out the door. I wish I had, but... (laughs) God. That was, like... That's beyond rude. Yeah, because at some point, like, Charlotte is going to ask if she's going to ever going to have a brother or sister, and that's certainly not a conversation that I'm ready to have for, like, a a two-and-a-half-year-old. Right. You know what I mean? And, man, it just made me so mad. Like, my... I'm just trying to figure out, like, who in the right mind, like, does that. Like, approaches the child. I mean, like, that's just terrible. Yeah, and Charlotte just goes, I don't have a brother. Like, that's what she said. Uh And, um, I was so fired up. And now it kind of just, like, fizzled out and we didn't say anything else. But, like, I don't know. It's just beyond my realm of understanding why anybody would 
would go that far, especially to ask the kid. It's just beyond, beyond nosy. Yeah. Beyond... Like, I mean, it's well, beyond. Let's, let's sit down and have a conversation about why I'm not having exactly. any more kids. Because <laughs> no. you are so important to my life. No. <laughs> Anyways, the name of that restaurant is Eviva. It's in Edmonds. Bye. Next. <laughs> um, so I just have a couple of uh, feedback items mm. from last week. Um, so we were talking last week about Mulan. Mm-hmm. This is the, the costume idea. Like, is Mulan too far to go? And some people were like, yeah, it would be. And others said, would, would say it's fine. Um, and you didn't know the story of Mulan. Mm-mm. And apparently I didn't either. Because I said that she... Um, was a girl being a boy? Well, she was. But I said that she was trying to be a samurai mm-hmm. in disguise. Is that not right? No, because that's Japanese. Mulan is Chinese. <laughs> You're so offensive. I am so offensive. And she was not being a samurai. She was trying to get into the Imperial Army. Or she was in the Imperial Army. Imperial Army. Which is Chinese. So, um, thank you for that feedback, y'all. This is why we need an intern. We So there was that. Um, obviously, I, I'm not up on my Disney yeah. um, plots. But I did see that, like, Moana, people were having issue, taking issue with white kids going as Moana. Yeah. Um, but it's but like, like... Everybody loves Moana. That's what I mean. It's like... Uh, there's a Like, that's what I was saying last week. There's a line, but I don't know where it is. Because that doesn't seem super offensive to me. Especially if that's a hero of yours. If you're going in brown face, yeah, offensive. Yeah. You know? But you can wear the cute skirt and, you know... Sing a song. You know? Yeah. Um, and then the second piece of feedback was when I was talking about... Um, George W. Bush and his, his speech. Quote, yeah. yeah. And I was like, who is this guy? Like, I'm kind of like... I love him. <laughs> Paint me. Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> um, someone wrote in and was like, it's a slippery slope when you start to sort of sympathize with the evil doing of that person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I get it. Because, is, because... It's 2017, the garbage fire. You know? It's like, yeah, like in comparison... It's, it doesn't seem as bad, but if you go back and, you know, we were in a war that we didn't need to be in mm-hmm. because he had some vendetta or, you know, for oil, whatever you want to say. But so I hear you loud and clear about, um, about sympathizing with the W. I would love to love everyone, <laughs> but I just don't know, like, their, their intentions, you know? I'm glad that nobody had any feedback from me. Because <laughs> you were perfect <laughs> last week. Um, so, Yeah. That's all of our our business. Let's get into some deeper business. Some deep, some deep gripes. Yep. So today, this week, we are talking. Um, our gripe is about school days. School days. So back when you know we were in elementary school, junior high, the high school, maybe some college. Mm. Um, the awfulness. <laughs> Oh, Did you really think it was awful? I thought it was awful. The whole thing. Um, I'd say that there were moments that it was okay, but for the most part, not a good experience for me. Like, you know, I have Facebook friends, right? Obviously. I would say less than 10 of those people are from from my school days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would rather not converse with people back then (laughs) I enjoyed school you did yeah I mean I think the friends thing is different like I'm only in touch with a few people from high school Mm -hmm. um, and below and I still talk to a lot of my college friends but uh, yeah I think this is going to be interesting I just you had a positive experience yes I had a not so positive experience. Okay, let's so let's, let's get be let's get into the therapy. Of <laughs> Can I be your therapist this week? You already are. <laughs> um, so we're gonna start light. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna start with school lunches. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so my gripe was always with having to brown bag the lunch when I was like in elementary school because you know when you're that young, you just want to fit in. Mm-hmm. You know, and so everyone's getting hot lunches, and it's not that I didn't like my brown bag lunch, but I just wanted to be like everyone else and get the hot lunch. Interesting. You know what I mean? So your parents didn't want you to have lunch at school. It, I mean, eventually I did, but I'd say 
for the first like first grade second grade it was I, we brown bagged it yeah yeah um it, I it was the opposite where I came from like you basically didn't want to eat the cafeteria food mm. like everybody I knew brought their lunch really yeah and it was almost kind of like a status thing like if you had free lunch or reduced lunch mm-hmm. then you went through a separate line the line yeah I got yeah your PB and J is that what they did yeah. That's what they did for us, too. Oh, no. They had hot lunch. Oh. Brown bag was, like, what you you know, what you brought from home. And right. I specifically remember, like, my little carton of juice, my sandwich, my chips, banana. Like, mm-hmm. it was basically the same every single day. That's what you brought from home. Yes. Mm. And that was sour cream and onion chips. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's different. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, and then once um, we started eating hot lunch... I was like, oh, this is fun. It was like going to a restaurant. <laughs> you had your tray and you uh-huh. went down the line. I sure did. Yeah. Wait, so you never did the hot lunch thing? Um. Well, so when I was in middle school, uh-huh. my middle school had a deal with Pizza Hut. Oh, dear God. And we had Pizza Hut every day. That was Just Pizza Hut? No, there was other options, but you could choose to get pizza. So my sixth grade, because our middle school was sixth grade through eighth grade, my sixth grade year, I'm pretty sure I had Pizza Hut every single oh. day. I did go through the line then because that was awesome. That was the thing. Yeah. And then I didn't want pizza, like, ever. Ever after that? Well, you know, I still like pizza now, but it took a while. So. But that was the only hot lunch food that you ever got was Pizza Hut. Yeah, I didn't want any of the other food. That is so funny. Like, mixed vegetables. Oh, no, that's that terrible. Salisbury steak. <laughs> I'm good. But I had some favorites. Like... Eventually, my go-to was like a hot turkey and cheese sandwich with a salad. Oh, that was an option? Yeah. That's cool. But that was like the salad bar line, you know. But like there was the really thick cardboard pizza, and I just loved that. It wasn't even pizza. That was like bread. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. Um, I also loved that these weird hamburgers that weren't beef. Oh, gross. They were made out of soybeans. That's like McDonald's. And it was so good. It didn't taste like beef at all. I wonder how it would taste now if you ate it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's also where my love of tater tots came from. Oh, I from do love a good tot. elementary school, you yeah. know? They also had, um, like, they had, they'd have tacos, but I didn't care for the tacos. They had this Mexican rice that was just really salty, wet rice. Gross. That I loved. No. So... That was my um, my school lunch experiences, um, and then wait, what's your what's your gripe? Do you have do you have a, a topic? I mean, most of mine are from high school. Yeah, go. go so go. I think in terms of the the lunch, I'm gonna segue off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all throughout like elementary school and middle school. You had to go sit with your class when you're at the cafeteria. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah? Yep. Um, And then high school was different. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that was very overwhelming to me at first because my middle school friends all went to a different high school. Oh. And so I knew people at the high school that I was going to, um, but I wasn't like super tight homies with them. And so lunch was very stressful. Uh Like the first, I'd say month or so of high school uh-huh. because I didn't have like a clique to sit with. To sit with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would just go, you know, find some people and sit with them. And it was weird because it was like, you know, the ninth, 10th, 11th and 12th grade. Well, when you're a senior, you could leave for lunch, but everybody had like their section of the courtyard. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't too awkward. I would just go sit with the other freshmen. Um, but, you know, you want your click. Oh, totally. Yeah. I totally identify with that. Because there was, like, you know, you're just trying to fit in, right? Yeah. And so I tried being a soccer player. And it was... How did that go? Awful. <laughs> no, it was the worst thing ever. It was it was terrible. I would rather not talk about that. It's so bad. So <laughs> this I, is your freshman year of high this school? This is my freshman year, yeah. And obviously, I wasn't going to sit with those guys because they were assholes. Um... And then I tried my, my, you know, my take at being a thespian. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And, okay, it was okay, but, like, no one was in my, in my lunch period. So I couldn't sit with them. 
I tried this diversity group, <laughs> and not happening. It, yeah, it just didn't work out. Um, because they were like younger than I was, you know, like we were people of color, but they were younger than I was, and they had their own clique going on. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it was super stressful to find people to sit with, and yeah. I hated it. Yeah. And um, eventually, I just was like, I'm gonna sit by myself. You did and that. Yeah, I did. Oh, I never did that. Yeah. It's like this is bullshit. I'm just gonna sit by myself. So was it inside or outside? It was inside. Oh yeah, you're Minnesota. South Carolina, we pretty much did lunch outside, outside. the whole year round. Yeah, there's like a little courtyard with a fountain, and um, it sounds a lot prettier than it was. Um, but yeah, it was nice. And when it rained, we would go like underneath the awnings. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. So that would be <laughs> one of my gripes is like the stress. And you like, it's so funny to think back as an adult, like finding a place to sit. But that's important when it you're is. a kid. Yeah. Having homies to sit with. I remember. Um, there was a, a teacher in high school that was talking about that. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I've been here for two years at the school, and um, and I know that how you guys are stressed out by, who am I going to sit with at lunch? And I felt the same way, being a teacher here. You know, walking to the, the teacher The teacher's room. lounge. Exactly. It's like, who am I going to sit with? Well, what's going on at the teacher's <laughs> lounge? Um, so, yeah. Okay, so my next gripe has to do with bad hair choices oh my gosh um so I had a period and this is again the transition from like sixth grade to junior high for me that was when things changed for everyone because when you're in elementary school you look like a rug rat (laughs) you're dirty it doesn't matter but then junior high comes around and it's like everyone's trying to look all cute right and so um I had this period where I was all about dep hair gel and L.A. looks. Yes. Do you remember those? Yes. And my hair was shellacked. Of course it was. It was gelled and hard and big and crazy. <laughs> that um, is so amazing. And then I did this thing where, like, one side would be slicked back, and the other side would be, like, out like a, like a, like a peak. Why am I getting, like, Chandler <laughs> Bing vibes? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then the next step, I, like, would pair... The dap or the other looks with mousse. So everything Honey, was just mess. in my hair. You were a mess. <laughs> I so listeners, sure was. to give you a little background, we were growing up in, this was all happening in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mid to, early to mid to late 90s. Like the whole decade, because you're, yeah. Right. And I just feel like, so many good fashion choices and hair choices are happening then. Because I have a similar hair story. So this was such a bad idea. And I honestly can't believe my parents let me do this. But they did always let me be me. So I have to like thank Give them it for up. that. But the summer before my freshman year of high school, I decided I wanted to get my hair cut short. Uh-huh. Which was basically just, you know, a preamble to who you are today to who I am today because <laughs> my hair is short and it always has been and always will be but like I got my hair cut at the salon in the like bulk department store you know how like some department stores used to have yep, salons in them they sure did that's where I got my hair cut and it wasn't anybody that I'd ever seen before uh-huh. and I was like I want my hair cut short and it was it was like a barber shop no no no, no <laughs> okay no. it was like a salon got it. And I think I, like, showed them a couple pictures, but it looked so bad. And I had to start, like, my freshman year of high school with, I'll, I'll have to find a picture. Oh um, but, yeah, it looked pretty terrible. And, like, because I have, like, a little natural wave in my hair, and the haircut was definitely supposed to be, like, a short hair haircut. Uh-huh. Just wasn't cute. And I had acne and I wasn't wearing makeup yet. Because my, like, I didn't wear makeup until I think maybe in the middle of my freshman year. Uh, and so I just looked rough all around. <laughs> all around. I and, feel you. But I think some of that gives you character. Uh, for sure. Like, if, if everything comes easy for you, then you don't have to no, work. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and there's no feelings involved. Yeah. So my freshman year of high school, I went in with a Stop! How long was your hair? <laughs> it was short, but it was like you had like little rings. It was super tight. Yeah, like Bob it was Ross. very Brady Bunch. Greg super Brady. T- yes. Oh my god. And it was a mistake. I thought it was gonna be like a loose perm, but no, that shit was tight, <laughs> tight, tight. And um, 
Of course, the only person that thought it looked cool was the black kid. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because he had stuff. He got it. Yeah. But everyone else was like, what did you do with your hair? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I wonder if we would have been friends in high school. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and of course, that's all, you know, been memorialized with, with pictures. With yearbooks. <laughs> Yearbook pictures. So bad. And luckily, I think that pictures were taken maybe four months after so, you know, got some of that curl out. Thank God. Um, so I look a little wavy, but not too tight. <laughs> I, we need pics. I'll try to find some. Let's talk about um, just popularity. Uh-huh. So at my school, and again, this is high school, because I don't really feel like you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but in elementary school and middle school, like, it's not really, like, popular. No, you didn't want to be the cast out though. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like everyone was on the level, but then there was like the one person who was like dirty, you know, yeah. or not intelligent, you know, and that sucks. Yeah. Kids are just cruel. But do you know what I mean? Like I don't think anyone was like, oh, they're popular. Right. It's not like that. I agree. Yeah. Um, but high school is different. different. Yeah. yeah. So there's like the first level tier of popularity and like those are the girls and obviously I'm coming from the perspective of the females um, that like, you know, go on dates, have boyfriends, go to the parties, whatever. I was never in that first level of like popular group. Mm -hmm. I was in the like second level group where it was, you cared about your grades, which I always did. And... You're on student council. Oh, my God. I was on student council. I was just trying to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. For prom. Yes. Coming <laughs> up with the prom themes. Um, and it's like I had friends and I did my thing, but, like, it literally did not bother me if I didn't have anything to do on a Friday night. Mm. Like, I would stay home. I'd watch TGIF. If that was, like, still on, I'd go to bed at 10. I'd read a book. And I was, like, totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. I would... Uh, would you ever go, like, to the mall with your parents? Would you be embarrassed of your parents? No, I went to the mall with the few friends I had enough so that when I went with my parents, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never went through that phase where I, where I was embarrassed of my parents. Oh, no. Me either. Yeah. That was never a thing. Um, so, the first level, like, popular girls, and is this how it was at your school? I'm interested. Like... They were the ones that just, I don't know. It was definitely like a peak in high school situation. Because now I see them and I'm like, oh, you aren't really doing anything. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, at the same sitch. Yeah. Like. And it's like. That's when they had their glory, which I'm sorry for you. <laughs> it's got a downhill from there. Right. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I, if, it, if that's what it means to be popular, to like kind of act not be in the honors classes and kind of act kind of dumb. But then you can keep that. Then you can keep it. <laughs> I'm not interested in not it. Not interested. Because I do want to make good grades. Yeah. Um, well, what's funny is that I didn't really care about my grades. You didn't? To a certain point. Um, but there was a time in high school where I started getting bullied by... Um, Random people, you know, you're walking down the hallway and they call me a fag. <laughs> and it was awful. That is awful. It was terrible. And it's, it would happen after lunch and I would figure out how to avoid them like 90% of the time. But that 10% of the time when they would like find you mm-hmm. was totally devastating. You know what I mean? And there's nothing worse than, than being bullied, no. especially in high school, especially when you're like that age. Um, and... For the most part, you know, it happened in the hallway, but it was happening also in the classroom. And that's where I was like, I can't take this anymore, you know? And, and I figured out that if I actually went into higher level classes, the AP classes, those people kind of get to me. Mm-hmm. And so I applied myself that first year of high school and got into these AP classes where it was much safer so it wasn't that I didn't care about grades, but I I use grades to avoid avoid being bullied. Yeah. Oh man, that's tough. Isn't that tough? Yes. Yeah. So that's why I do not enjoy my my high school days. So what year yeah. was that? So I would say that I applied myself like in ninth grade. So the very beginning. 
yeah, so 10, 11, 12, I was okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, those guys were, they were nice, you know? They weren't, like, the popular kids at all, but they were, they were cool, you know? And they had no problems with, with me. Um, with you being you? Me, me being me. Yeah. So were you out in high school? I was out my senior year. Oh, okay. Of like like half, about halfway through. But people knew, or, sh- or were they just being mean? No, they're just being mean. I didn't okay. tell them or anything. Yeah. yeah, I think I told two people in eleventh grade, like my two closest friends, and they told me I should read the Bible. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop. So then I had to be like, just kidding. That's not true. And of course, I I wasn't friends with them anymore, um, and. <laughs> So they then said, they told you to pray the gay away. They sure did. <laughs> camp straight and narrow. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to that camp. And then in, in my senior year, like there were, I met like good people and told them, and it was cool. It was fine. Dude, nobody was out in my high school. Nobody was out in my college. And oh, like you know, yeah. this is South Carolina, of course, where I went to high school and college. And this was the late '90s, early thousands. But I know so many people that I went to college with. That are gay. I always want to say that are gay now. Which <laughs> they probably they were, were back gay then. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they're gay now. Are you, <laughs> you gay now? <laughs> um, I wasn't yesterday, but today I am. I've decided. <laughs> I made that choice, y'all. <laughs> uh, I just wonder how different, you know, their college experience and high school experience would have been if, so if it had been. Yeah. yeah. So right. anyways, but I was bullied in high school too. Um, by, I was a sophomore, I remember, and there was this junior girl, let's call her Emily, which is also her real name. <laughs> and I don't know why she didn't like me. Uh-huh. She just didn't. Yeah. And, uh, we had to sit in alphabetical order by last name. Oh, no. And we had the same last name. Oh. So she had to sit right behind me. Great. In, in geometry and she would kick my chair out like I would go in to like sit in my desk and she would kick my chair anyways yeah like it was like that kind of bullying uh-huh. and she would talk about me so that I could hear her and like other people would laugh and like in that instance what do you do like I certainly did not have enough backbone to like tell her to shut up so uh-huh. I would just sit there and like ignore it you right. know how long did that go on for um, we had, it was like semesters. So I, I didn't have that class with her all year. Oh, okay. It was just like a semester, a term. But like half the year. Yeah. Ew. Um, but then she must've had a crush on this guy that invited me to the prom with him. So, oh. so you guys, let's just talk about this. I went to the prom as a sophomore, junior and a senior <laughs> and a senior guy invited me to the prom with him my sophomore year. Now don't get it twisted. I knew him from church. Oh, okay. So like, <laughs> but like he was so cool. He wasn't like what you guys are all probably imagining right now, but she was so jealous oh, and we were sorry, at lunch. Yeah. We were at lunch and standing outside and she was standing near me. And she was like, I can't believe he asked her to the prom. She's so ugly. And I just looked at her and I was like, but I'm going and you're not. Okay. okay. So same thing with me. Um, one of the guys that bullied me, um, I saw him like five years later after we graduated. And all I'm going to say, it was a very satisfying encounter at a gas station. Stop. And I was not working there. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was very satisfying. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I definitely look, looked up this chick's Facebook. And uh, I'm like, you are living the life that you deserve. All right. <laughs> so um, Emily. But, like, let's talk about now. Like, if there had been social media and stuff when mm-hmm. we were in high school, it would have been so much worse. Uh, well, see, I don't know. See, I look at it because... You know, once, you know, the um, It Gets Better campaign, mm-hmm. like, I think that is so great. You think that would have helped? I, I think yeah. that, you know, if I would have known, because the thing is, you're, you have no idea what's happening in the world, you know, but with social media, you can actually access, oh my God, there's hope out there, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so for me, I don't know, I think that it might have been a little better. And if there's any kids out there that are listening, it does get better, you for know? Sure. And, um, so I think that campaign is so great. And I always cry when I see, like, those great stories, you know. I'm just thinking but, about FOMO. Yeah. Because, like, I mentioned this earlier. Like, I didn't have a problem 
you know, if I stayed home on the weekend, which I did most every weekend, until at least I was a junior and had a car. But I think if I saw all these people hanging out and I, like, I knew that was happening, but I didn't have to see it and it wasn't in my face. So I wasn't bothered by it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you think that if you saw it, it would have I would have, yeah. Um, if I would have seen, like, what they're doing and... I think it only if you wanted to hang out with them. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're first like, oh, I'd like to hang out with that guy or that girl, then maybe that would be an issue. But if you don't care either way, then it's fine. Because I didn't care either way, you know? Yeah. Anyways, um, how about, like, poor fashion choices? <laughs> Because I know you had plenty. <laughs> like, do you remember, like, the hot trends that were happening back when you were in yeah. junior high, high school? Yeah. I mean, mostly high school. Well, in, <laughs> in junior high, my, like, I started sixth grade, like, wearing the bows and the scrunchies that matched my outfit. Like, oh. like I would have hair <laughs> accessories that match my outfit. <laughs> but in sixth grade is when I started, like, I switched over from listening to, like, Boys to Men and, like, Paul Abdul. I made the switch to then listening to, to like, grunge. Pearl Jam and mm-hmm. Nirvana. And so... You couldn't do both? No. <laughs> I made a complete flip. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah. And so that... It was like I started out with scrunchies that matched my hair, and then I ended up with Doc Martens and, like, corduroys. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love it. So I totally, like, went through that grunge period, and I only liked the skater boys, like the guys <laughs> with the jean coats. The dad boys. And the chains, you know? The chain, the chain wallets. The chain wallets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember, God, it had to be junior high, but, like, when the vests were all the rage. Do you remember that? Like, you wore, like, a white t-shirt. It was very 90210. Yeah. Like, a thin vest over it. <laughs> that didn't make it down to South Carolina, but and, I know what you're talking about. Um, you would roll up and pin your jeans. Yes. To do that. Yes. <laughs> with safety pins. Yes. Loved that look. I was all about it. And then it, you would pair that with moccasins. Moccasins yeah. were a Minnetonka. big deal Yeah, that's Minnesota. a Minnesota thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we wore... In middle school, Tevas and Birkenstocks with socks, which is totally come full no, circle. That's a thing. That oh, was a thing. it was totally <laughs> a thing. You guys, back me up here. Tevas and Birkenstocks with socks. And you did that. Yes. <laughs> oh also, Merrill hiking boots were really in style. Oh, Do you remember the Merrills? I still like those. <laughs> but like this as a fashion choice. Yeah, not, I'm not mad about that. Yeah. I always had a fantasy of wearing. Um, wrestling boots wrestling shoes <laughs> as fashion choice but I never, I never did I mean it. that could be kind of a look though right yeah um also Zubas were huge remember Zubas basically hammer pants with oh like yeah. yeah yeah crazy patterns on them yeah awful 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 um and then do you remember like the favorite brands that you had oh uh, basically everything was from like Express or the limited, but my favorite uh-huh. was Esprit. Oh, Esprit. My um, America online instant messenger name was Esprit to Max. Anyways, <laughs> what I was yours? It. So there were two that two brands that I loved. It was Z Cavaricci. Yes, <laughs> I remember. That. And do you remember Genera? No, Genera was. It's just, I don't remember why I love them, but they had this thing called hypercolor. Yeah. Oh my God. I <laughs> and you would wear like a sweatshirt color. and then it would like change color where you were cooler and warm. And like you press it together. And it's like, why was that so hot? Why why did I love that so much? Like, I want to know that, that people, well, I want to let people know that I'm peeing out. You know, like that was the <laughs> dumbest thing and I no, loved it. everybody so had much. it. So much hypercolor. Yeah. <laughs> um... Did you ever hear of Delia's catalog? No. Yeah, I know uh, some people out there have remembered Delia's because that was that was where all my babysitting money would go. <laughs> was Delia's? What is Delia's? It was just like this, I guess tween tween to teen like women's catalog, okay. and like the stuff was cheap. It's like you're very young to miss. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was to me, it was like edgy and you know. A little fashion forward, and it was stuff that you had to order, which was cool. And, and it came in the mail. It came in the mail, and it wasn't like what everybody would have, you know, from the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys, so in eighth grade, I had my best friend Jessica, and we were we thought we were like 
you know, fashionistas, whatever. <laughs> but we were both kind of mean to each other. It's just like frenemies. Right. You know what I mean? So I was ordered this dress from Delia's that she knew about because we would go through the catalog and talk about what the Ooh, other one. Yeah. I see what this is going. And uh, no, you don't. Oh. That dress never came. Uh. So I called Delia's and I was like, my dress doesn't come. And they're like, somebody called and canceled that <gasps> order. So I wrote a note to Jessica, like, I know you canceled this dress. And because all back in the day, you could just call and cancel. Why would she do that? Because we were like, what are, I don't know. This is why do girls act the way they do each other? <laughs> oh my God. My mom, Donna, drove me over to her house and I hand, I rang the doorbell, handed her the note, <laughs> got back in the car, and we were never friends again. Oh. And this my is like gosh. my best friend. Sad. And everybody in high school knew about it. Mm-hmm. And so in our senior slideshow. She canceled her dress yes. from Delia's. Yes. In our senior slideshow, they put a picture of like me and Jessica with our arms around each other. And like everybody cracked up. Oh, it was picture. No. <laughs> it was everyone's inside joke. Yes. Oh my God. But like that shit was real. Mm-hmm. I still take fashion seriously. <laughs> I took it seriously then. Oh my God. So. I love it. Yeah. School days, fashions. I feel like we could talk about this forever. forever. We might have to do a, verge, a volume two. Right, exactly. So I think that's it for today, right? Putting a hard period on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. What are all of our reminders? Reminders. Check us out on the Instagram. The Gripe Podcast. Send us your feedback if we hurt your feelings. Oh, please. If we I hope we did. praised your life, let us know. <laughs> Send us hate mail. No. Um, the gripe podcast at gmail.com. Email us. And until next time, bye. bye.